The Good Way has been and continues to be a journey for me personally and is one I'm excited to be inviting you to join me on. It's about providing an understanding of the scriptures to free you to know that you can choose to eat and live according to God's original design, even today in our modern society, and be in line with scripture, God's heart and intent, and receive God's blessing and benefits in your body, your environment, and in your relationships. Jeremiah 6.16 says, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. So far on this journey, the ancient paths or ways that we've looked at have been first foods and first stewardship. And we've looked at them through the lens of mindfulness, thankfulness, consistency and creativity. This has all been leading us to our subject matter for today. Each one of us was created with a purpose. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works that he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And he also said, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I set you apart. We each have a purpose that we were created to fulfill. But fundamental to that purpose is the original purpose that mankind was created for. Today, we're looking at first relationships. Hi, I'm Jenna Jandro. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, a master herbalist, and an essential oil specialist. There are three things I've been passionate about since I was young and studied in depth. Health and nutrition, the environment, and the Bible. The good way is where these three come together. In Jeremiah 6.16 it says, This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. The good way is about rediscovering the principles and plan God laid out for our blessing and benefit, and putting that plan into action. The good way is not about all or nothing thinking. It's about making choices. It's about choosing daily, moment by moment, to walk according to God's perfect plan for us. We won't always make the right choices. We won't always choose the right path. But we can always, always choose again. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are permissible, but not all things are profitable. Welcome to The Good Way. When Jesus was asked by the experts in the Jewish law, what is the greatest commandment? He replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. In these two are fulfilled the whole of the law and the prophets. I want you to think about that for a moment. In these two commandments, the whole of the law and the prophets are fulfilled. These two commandments are not about doing things. They're not about do's and don'ts. 
These two commandments are about relationships. These two commandments fulfill the entire law and the prophets. The whole of Scripture from Genesis to Revelation is about God's love for us and his desire for relationship with us and what he has done to bring us back into relationship with himself and each other. The entirety of the law and the prophets is fulfilled when we are in right relationship with God and each other. In the beginning, God created mankind to be in relationship with himself, with each other, and to care for and nurture the earth and all it contained. Their relationships were pure, unconditional and innocent. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. They spent their time with God and each other without anything coming between them. The first effect of sin was to mar the relationship between the man and the woman. They saw that they were naked and they were ashamed and tried to make coverings for themselves. Then when they heard the sound of God walking in the garden, their shame turned to fear and they hid themselves from the one they loved above all else who had created them and loved them unconditionally. They then turned on each other, pointing the finger of blame, the man blaming his wife and God for giving her to him, and she blaming the serpent. And God sent them out from the garden and set a guard upon it so that they couldn't eat from the tree of life while they were still in their fallen state. The next effect was on their relationship with the earth, its creatures and the food that grew from it. Our first and most significant relationship is our relationship with God. We were created for relationship with Him. Even today, God is an active participant in our creation and takes a personal interest in us, setting us apart for the good works that He prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Whether we realize it or not, God is our first love. In Revelation 2, 4 and 5 in the Passion Translation, it says, But I have this against you. You have abandoned the passionate love you had for me at the beginning. Think about how far you have fallen. Repent and do the works of love that you did at first. It goes on to say in verse 7, The one whose heart is open, let him listen carefully to what the Spirit is saying now to all the churches. To the one who overcomes, I will give access to feast on the fruit of the tree of life that is found in the paradise of God. Everything that God has done between Genesis and Revelation has been to restore us to right relationship to him, to draw us back to himself in innocence and purity so that we can return to our first and most passionate love. And the blessing that goes with that is we get to return to the garden and feast on the fruit of the tree of life. Do you love God passionately? Can you honestly say that you love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength and with all your mind? 
Or do you, like me, desire to love God passionately with every part of your being, but find that you fail to do so on a regular basis? Are you, like me, on a journey where you are growing more and more in love with him each day as you come to know more and more of his great love for you? 1 John 4, 14 through 21 in the Passion Translation says, Moreover, we have seen with our own eyes and can testify to the truth that Father God has sent his Son to be our Saviour of the world. Those who give thanks that Jesus is the Son of God live in God, and God lives in them. We have come into an intimate experience with God's love, and we trust in the love he has for us. God is love. Those who are living in love are living in God, and God lives through them. By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us, so that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment. Because all that Jesus now is, so are we in the world. Love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment. But love's perfection drives the fear of punishment from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. Our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. So far, we've looked at our relationship with food, the earth and the creatures in it, and each other and our Creator God, the effects of sin on those relationships, and the journey we have taken since then, to the point where we have become so separated from creation and our Creator and His principles and plans for how we, He intended us to live and eat, that in many ways we don't even recognize them as being from God anymore. And we've started on our journey back. We've stood at the crossroads and looked. We've asked for the ancient paths, where the good way is, and we've started not just to walk in them, but to learn the dance that is the good way. We've looked at the food we're eating daily and what God intended for us to eat. For long life, health, wellness and strength of our body, mind and emotions. We've looked in the environment our food is grown in and its effect on the food we eat and also how the food we eat is grown and its effect on the environment and started to recognise again the first stewardship God gave to mankind. That has led us to look at the earth and all it contains, the whole of creation which declares the glory of God. And we have seen in it the hand and heart of our Creator God and have drawn closer to Him. And from the overflow of His great love for us, we have been able to pour out that love to others. Our first relationships start with our Creator God, our first and most passionate love, even though we may not be aware of it. And because of His great love that He has poured out on all mankind, we are able to love Him and to love others from the overflow of what He has poured into us. 
Our love of God and our neighbour causes us to desire to be better stewards of the earth that God has given us and all it contains. And we recognise that to do so, we need the strength and health and wellness that comes from eating according to God's original design. And so the journey goes, flowing from one thing to another and back again, not moving in a direct line, one step after the other, but spinning and turning, each step building on the other as they flow in and out in the dance that is the good way. Each one of us was created with a purpose, for we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, that he prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. And before you were born, he set you apart. We each have a purpose that we were created to fulfill. But fundamental to that purpose is the original purpose that mankind was created for. That purpose was a passionate love relationship with our creator God. If what we do, whether it's as simple or mundane as eating a meal or something of great significance to humanity, if it is done as a result of our passionate love of God and overflowing from that our love of others, it will have not just earthly and temporal benefits, but also eternal worth. How amazing is that? that the simple act of eating a meal mindfully and thankfully as a creative act of worship to God can end up having eternal significance and worth. If, however, we have any other motivation for doing whatever we're doing, then although we will still reap the earthly benefits and blessings because God's principles remain true, no matter how significant what we do it will carry no worth in eternity. In Matthew seven twenty two and 23, it says, On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Why does he call them workers of lawlessness? Remember when Jesus was asked by the experts in the Jewish law, what is the greatest commandment? He replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind. And the second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. In these two are fulfilled the whole of the law and the prophets. If what we do does not stem from our love relationship with God and flowing from that our love of others, then it cannot fulfill the law of God because the law of God is fulfilled in relationship first with God and then others. Those who are living in love are living in God and God lives through them. By living in God, love has been brought to its full expression in us so that we may fearlessly face the day of judgment. Because all that Jesus now is, so are we in the world. Love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment. But love's perfection 
drives the fear of punishment from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's perfection. We have come into an intimate experience of God's love and we trust in the love he has for us. And our love for others is our grateful response to the love God first demonstrated to us. Because God is love. We started with first foods because that leads us to look at the environment and the first stewardship God gave to man, which in turn causes us to focus on the Creator. And our first relationship, the love relationship we had with Him in the beginning, drawing near to Him and recognising the love God has for us and all that He's done to bring us back into right relationship with Him. We started with first foods because the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. We find our heart in the passionate love God has for us and we respond by returning to our first love, our first relationship and the love overflows from us to others. Our response to that love is to desire to be good stewards of all that God has given us, including the earth and all it contains, so that we can glorify God in all that we do and express our care and love for others. And we realise that to do this with all our heart, soul, strength and mind, we need to feed ourselves according to God's original design. First foods leads to first stewardship, which leads us to first relationships. This in turn leads us back to first stewardship and then to first foods. And so the cycle continues. And so the journey continues along the good way. If you would like some support on this journey, I'd be happy to help you. I offer personal and small group coaching, and you can find out more about that by clicking the link in the notes for this podcast. Join me next time as we continue our journey along the good way. Thank you for listening. I'm Jenna and this is The Good Way. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please leave a review. I'd love to hear how this podcast has impacted you or you can leave any questions you have. I'll be happy to answer them for you in future podcasts. And please share this podcast with your friends. You can take a screenshot of this page and share it to your social media pages or take a screenshot of your review and post that. If you'd like to help keep The Good Way on the air, you can support The Good Way on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the underscore good underscore way. I'm Jenna Jandro, walking with you on the good way.